0: You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of April 12th, 2021, episode 187. From that, I didn't get my sunscreen city by the Salish Sea, I'm AJ Barsay.
1: And scrambling to finish up my taxes, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are having a discussion about not technology as was last episode. We're gonna talk a little bit of, uh, explore the analog side of things, something both of us are really good at. Uh, we're gonna go first in a couple of instances, just like we did in the tech I- episode last time. Pull up a chair, recline that seat, whether it be driver or passenger in your car, Grab your favorite beverage and join us right now on the Bellingham Podcast.
0: Well, I just have one thing to say, my sultan of snark, my major Minimalism, Chris, I'll go first. Powell, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm
1: doing just fine. I, as we approach tax day, I'm doing just great. How about yourself? What, what do you mean we're approaching tax day? April 15th, fool. Uh, Foo got pushed forward. Wow. <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> no one ran
0: that one by me. What,
1: yeah. what happened? I missed something.
0: Uh, because of the pandemic and the IRS stuff. I'm pretty sure. So uh, everybody stopped, use your favorite browser of choice and do a, uh, a search. But I believe tax, they got pushed a whole month forward because huh. of everything that's gone on. Well, Chris. I guess
1: I'm the fool. Then uh, in that case, we, we filed our taxes back in like February because oh. we like returns. Uh, but I thought just April 15th and, uh, the, never,
0: mind. never mind. Bad uh, segue. I am doing just fine. <laughs> thank
1: you. Uh, enjoying this nice weather and, uh, going on uh, some adventures here and there.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what, what, What's coming down the pipe for you, Chris?
1: Well, uh, my beautiful wife and I have an opportunity uh, to be able to take a little bit of travel and to go to uh, parts unknown, kind of like those wrestlers from the 80s, like like the Missing Link and from all those masked wrestlers and uh, anything like that. Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio's from uh from Mexico, I believe. But anyway, and he's awesome, by the way. I don't, But I think, you know, Lucha Libre, they still have uh, some from locations. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to be in this uh, time zone for a while because uh, we have an opportunity to enjoy some explorations. We'll talk about it when we get back. Okay. But in the meantime, uh, prepping for a little bit of vacation, nice. some time away, and not being a tech. Oh, nice. Oh, my goodness. Hence
0: why last episode was kind of like your last last hurrah of tech.
1: Well, so last episode was my attempt to try to uh, share as much as I could before taking the time off to go into the analog world, uh, into some beautiful areas that uh, I don't really want to be looking at a screen.
0: My world. Welcome yes. to Captain Get Outland. I've
1: already been there, dude. I've already, a couple years ago we did the... The the hiking uh, series where yes. we, we went on hikes. Yes. And yes, we talked about that. Your mountain
0: goat, your mountain goat wife dro- got you out, and you had to like. Yo,
1: yo. What? You better be. You. Be, That's you better a take compliment. That That's a. Okay, so uh, mountain goat. I mountain goat. Well, you mountain goat. My she wife loves, is beautiful. Oh yes,
0: she is. I didn't say.
1: It. I have Chris's n- wife. You know where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Do not get me in trouble, Chris Powell. You're gonna get me in trouble. I'm not gonna get you in trouble. All right, what, let's <laughs> let's get out for a while while we can. <laughs> uh what what shall we talk about uh, going on a trek
0: <laughs> so so if you haven't
1: gathered last episode and this episode is brought to you by no notes so <laughs> well no notes we have we have some show notes and for the love of the four horsemen Ooh. of 80s nwa wrestling drink, drink. drink.
0: Yeah. So this episode is the the analog to your digitals because last episode I was digitally drained with work and everything else going. Man, the last thing I wanted to do was just
1: do more tech. But <laughs> your stuff was good. It, well, thank you very much. It's just something that I love sharing. Like, hey, this is pretty cool. Hey. I'm using this. Hey, exactly, <laughs> with an e, not an a. Uh, but let's let's talk about some other things because the sun's coming out. The temps are, whether we like it or not, warming up. Yes. And. Boy, I gotta shoot straight with y'all. Uh, you know, whatever side of the aisle you're on, whatever point of view you have, there is a palpable, noticeable brightening of spirits gradually. Sure. Now that we have that V word, uh, in in the. Uh, available to us. that's vaccine, folks. I was thinking, you know, thevicctrola. Uh, well, those no, because record players.
0: well, also virus, which is not a good word. No, right it's now. not so that's what I was saying vaccine. For but the a record. couple months
1: ago it was Valentine's Day. sure. but the V word in this case is vaccines. Vaccine. yeah. anyway, so just really happy about that is people get stuck uh <laughs> jabbed
0: i believe is the word that's being thrown
1: about Chris. potato potato stuck jabbed let's just get a, get all <laughs> vaccinated uh they want to get out they yeah. want to be able to enjoy something and maybe go to a place where you don't have to wear that wonderful protective mask yes
0: but but in all cases and purposes like as captain get out i will say like you know do carry a mask with you whatever your vaccination status may or may not be
1: yeah even if you are getting your two shots in and you're all good to go there's the one one.
0: the johnson johnson's a one jab wonder
1: that's totally cool if you are vaccinated yeah
0: Wear the mask. Yeah,
1: we're not out of this yet. But uh, no, so
0: so in this case, uh, I've got a couple of treks that uh, around Bellingham, uh, the nine eight two two five six seven sing along if you know your words, um, as well as some other gear. I've been I've been doing a, a gear up because the summer I'd mentioned that I, I've got a big trek uh, kind of coming together with a, a, a hiking buddy of mine. Yes. And uh, d- shout out to Dylan. Actually, we might we might get him on the show someday. Cool.
1: I look forward to that. And if he does, he still doesn't go on that trek with you, he I'm will. gonna roast him. He
0: will. He will. He I th- don't even know him.
1: But I'm long, gonna roast him. Long, long time hiking buddy. So I may not roast him. I don't know him. I gotta get to dude, know someone. Dude, fun fact, fun fact. Yes. This
0: is a guy that I mean, we the 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 season of all seasons that was like bad bad mojo for me on mountains. I had two bad experiences on two mountains this in the same season with Mother Nature reminding me that she does not care about us nor does the mountain, um, which is where that philosophy came from. Of course, I was with my 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 buddy, uh okay. Dylan, and so like. It's going to happen this season.
1: But well, maybe if all plans come according to plan Yes. from the Department of Redundancy Department, we can have both of y'all on the show to talk about the Trek. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> want to More to come out. on that. Yes. Have I built
0: that up enough, Chris? Do you, think?
1: Do you think? What the heck are we talking about? <laughs> Where's your Trek? Okay. So the first
0: Trek does not need a lot of gear and it's here in Bellingham. Chris Powell, did you know that there's a shipwreck? Here in Bellingham.
1: My life is a shipwreck, baby. (laughs) Um, I think, was that a Britney Spears song? Um, No, uh, I was not aware that there was a shipwreck going on. Where is this? So uh, where are we, Chris? Well, as of the time of this recording, we are currently at the Tom Glenn Common at the Bellwether, Hotel Bellwether, if you will, uh, with a lot of loud muffled cars, uh, (laughs) loud muffler cars going past us overlooking the beautiful Bellingham Bay. With sunshine and light, and not looking at a computer screen, it's a beautiful thing. So,
0: so if we look at the bay, and if you were to head towards Locust Beach uh, off of the uh, off of Marine Drive, so if you head on, uh, what is that north from here?
1: Yes, uh, we'll head north on. Eldridge Street.
0: Yes. If you were to head due north of here, there is, uh, uh, so a lot of people know about Marine Park and, and Waypoint Park and stuff. Well, if you keep heading t- uh, north off of Marine Drive, there is uh, Locust Beach. I've been told by many um, uh, university students in this town that Locust Beach is kind of a, a hopping in place um, towards a peak summer. But if you head out there, there is, it's a small a small beach that adjoints to um, uh, like Zwanich, the If you're used to Zwanich Point, that beach goes and abuts kind of like this walkway thing that's, I think, attached to the old railroad system. Sure. On the other side of that trussle is Locust Beach. Well, if you hike about mile and a half-ish or so, you will find a shipwreck known as the Osprey.
1: Is this the shipwreck that One-Eyed Willie had at the end of the Goonies movie? I wish it's not that cool, oh, okay.
0: but uh, it is. It is a larger uh, vessel, and um, it's kind of got an interesting history. I've got a, a link actually in the show notes uh, to uh, uh, Western Washington University's Clipson Magazine, which yes. is part of their journalism department, yep. and it talks about how the the boat and the owner and why it is washed up against our shore and it's been here for several years. Now, unfortunately, when I got out there, um, the 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 taggers of our of our uh, fine community have graffitied it up um to the point where even the the stern uh of the that's the rear of the ship
1: right stern of the ship bow is up front Stern's stern is in the back the, and- port is to the left starboard is to the right yes giddy up I'm smart. S-M-R-T <laughs> smart. Um,
0: you can't even see on the stern of the ship it saying off spray anymore. But if you want to know the history of it, I've got a link in the show notes. Uh, and it's it's just an easy, e- easy hike. What's cool is if you got uh, a little, I brought my little with me, and to get to walk on the beach and the beach comb and stuff. There's also like um, some uh, people have strung up like old fishing nets as hammocks and stuff in some parts of it. So it's like, I jokingly called it the pirate grotto. Oh, yes. Dude, my four and a half year old was giddy. He, he thought this was like this is this is where Captain Kipper set sail. Like he had this whole imaginary thing. And then you come up against a washed up shipwreck next thing out of his mouth was maybe there's treasure yes yeah buddy maybe there is just don't go in there um like i got to go in there there you got all kinds of toys in there yeah right no uh but no it's just it's a it's a it's a fun uh it's a fun hike and really uh not very strenuous as long as you can walk on a beach and there's a bit of a hill to get down to it uh it's good but it's something that if we had to do another Urban Hikers Grand Tour, this is the uh, update of that series in one episode or less. So that's that's a new one that I, I stumbled upon uh, here in, in, in Bellingham. Uh, another one I want to throw out is uh, for those that are are wanting to get into hiking and as the season opens up and stuff. Uh, the oyster dome, of course, is yes. is like the quintessential thou shalt must do if you're a, a belling hamster. However, I, recently I, I had somebody with me who's re- not in. Uh, the best shape that they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And to start the Oyster Dome, you have a whole bunch of switchbacks you got to get through, right? So I have a little tip for people. Um, if you're trying to, and and it's good to, to if you have Littles, um, this is the route that I took with my Little to get to the Oyster Dome. If you don't want to do switchbacks on the Oyster Dome, there's the Samish Overlook, which um, if you're not familiar with it, um, so you have Blanchard Mountain, which is the mountain that you're going across to get over to the Oyster Dome. And off of Blanchard, there is a... Uh, uh, looking over the Skagit, uh, I guess the Skagit, Skagit Flats—not really the valley yet—but um, that's where all of the hang gliders and parasailers jump off the mountain. Right. Um, that's the Samish Overlook, and so from there you can you can park up there. It's a it's a state park, so you have to have a Discover Pass. Um, and there's a ton of hiking up there. There's a long trek from there to go to Raptor Ridge, which is over towards like the Arroyo Park side. Um, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a fairly long hike if you're going to do that one. But from there, you can also get on the, uh, I think that's part of the PNT, the Pacific Northwest Trail system that will take you over to Oyster Dome. So...
1: So, for those listening to us who may not be familiar with the oyster dome or thinking that's something that you put crackers in when you eat for <laughs> soup, um, what how would you describe the oyster dome visually?
0: The oyster dome is so the the hike itself is kind of unique because every time, and i've I've been up several times in my over decade of being here in Bellingham, and because of all of the washouts that poor mountain gets, the trail is never the same ever I go up. Um, The first route that I took is no longer there because there was a huge washout that happened about nine years ago and it took out uh, the route that I took. So when I took it the next time, we had to kind of go around the the longer way as opposed to scrambling up um, a bunch of debris. So the first part of it is um, you start on Chuckanut typically if you want to do the switchbacks. If you don't, you can start at the Samish Overlook and cut off on the PNT trail. And then you you ascend through a whole bunch of woods. It's a forest, so this is part of the like the Chuckanut Mountain uh, or the the Chuckanut Drive and the mountain above Chuckanut. Uh, so you're nothing but trees up until you get to um, I call I call it the root base where you have a little bit of a, a hill, and you're still in the forest, but the the forest starts to dip out because you're getting to the crest of the mountain. And, or the dome, I should say, not, not the actual mountain. And a whole bunch of exposed roots uh, greet your feet. So uh, be sure that you pick up your toes. Otherwise, you'll be like my three-year-old when he ascended and, uh, you know, nosedive, which is never fun. Not cool. Um, and then when you get to the top, you're sitting on top of a big chunk of, I mean, I'm guessing it's granite. Um, big chunk of rock, and you have nothing but the San Juan Islands in front of you and the bay.
1: That's the payoff. Yes. And when one looks at the San Juan Islands, I mean, yo, yo, you can do a search for this on the web to get some majestic pictures. Breathtaking is an overused idiom in describing beautiful scenery. We live in an area that is chock full. I mean, the punch card doesn't even cover the amount of beautiful places we have. The Oyster Dome is work. Make no yeah, mistake. <laughs> it is, especially if you aren't uh, lithe and agile as my podcast buddy AJ is. If you're a double uh, XL kind of person like me, you're gonna be huffing and puffing. But you can do it, and that's that's, oh, yeah. that's
0: the reason why I wanted to throw this one um, in. Because when we did the American Grand Tour, we didn't really cover the Oyster Dome, be- right. Because it is, it's a little bit of work. But the reason why I want to bring it in is, um, it's it is a confidence booster.
1: I just had something popping in my head. Okay. I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to at least if we say it, then it shall be. Okay. Sometime this summer. Okay. You and I are going to take our mobile setup and we're going to record an episode at the top of the Oyster Dome. Done. Because when you talk about people, you know, having a little bit of uh, health issues and and of putting on the the pounds. Boy, howdy, when I get a chance to uh, get back into my fight and weight. Yep. Um, i'm going to look for this stuff and i'm going to be sweating and panting and You'll be fine, out of breath and then it'll be like but it's beautiful yep and what are we talking about <laughs> technology no no no, 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 no. no, no, no. and anyway. I'll
0: no, the, the no no don't don't do that i
1: think we can d- dedicate a show to that one
0: i dig it okay so so that's that's my my two hikes for here in the uh the the, the bellingham area and like i said the reason why I wanted to do this, to kind of frame this episode is, is that we are still in the middle of a pandemic and maybe you can't travel uh, or you're uncomfortable doing it or whatever. So do it by either your two feet or four wheels. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm going. And recently I've had a lot of my friends uh, reach out. Uh, that apparently there's a term, the COVID-19, as in the 19 pounds you've put on since oh, COVID. Oh dude,
1: yeah. No, we'll, we'll talk about that one later. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just there with them.
0: So- so a, a lot of my friends have asked. It's like, hey, do you mind taking me out on a hike? You know, mm-hmm. you can you can kick my butt, but like you know, make it reasonable. And I take them to the Oyster Dome, the same route that I just just said by yeah. by s- cutting off the switchbacks. Sure, you still have to do an ascent, but you know, it it, it builds. Uh, I mean, coming back off that mountain you get a good confidence boost. It's really great.
1: One of the that really boosts my confidence is uh, when I turn the radio station dial uh, and I happen to land on 102.3 FM.
0: Ah, yes, that community-powered and community-driven uh, radio station you also streaming at, kmre.org.
1: That's right. Uh, they air our episode Saturdays at 3 p.m. And as you're probably listening to this in your car or in the radio or streaming or whatever like that, we're happy that you're uh, tuning into to KMR kmre and then we're happy that you're also listening to our show what else you got captain get out
0: so i got one other trek i'm going to throw in here and that is uh an ascent that i did with my my four and a half year old uh we went up to uh pine and cedar lake which is okay so pine and cedar lake if you're not familiar is again in the same area that i just said about the about chuckanut and and the uh the oyster dome but it's on the other side and so uh pine and cedar lake is uh i believe you would say is no joke i mean that's there's a pretty good ascent oh to go it's on. a hike
1: yeah. yeah
0: i believe your wife and you did that a yes few, you... we did
1: that and got a lovely picture <laughs> and i enjoyed the memory of it but i was also sweating my yeah the derriere off yes so, hi france
0: so so uh, i'm doing this if you haven't figured these three hikes are in level of intensity so the first one is getting to locust beach very low intensity Mod- moderate uh, intensity would be the oyster dome
1: oyster domes moderate huh? i
0: would say moderate if you do the sandwich overlook All Cut right. off, like well, i said
1: fair enough but i mean just you know your mileage may vary and don't go something charging up something and yeah. And blame us that it was a little bit more. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, AJ's awesome at this. I'm not. Well, so.
0: Oyster Dome, I think round trip is like four miles. Pine and Cedar Lake to the Overlook is a little over five. Yeah. So you have just a longer haul and you have a, a steeper ascent on Pine, uh, pine and Cedar. But um, so we, we went up and I didn't, what I didn't realize when we got up there. So we, we, we summited the Overlook and then went back down because we had to beat a rainstorm. But um, there's camping up there. Um, I believe it's, it's city owned. It's, it's not state land. It's actually city or, or county land, Okay, but there are slots up there. And so I just wanted to throw that out. If you're in the Bellingham area, um, and listening to us on camera, one 2.3 FM, um, and you're looking for a local ish, but not Larrabee state park, sure. um, a traditional, tra- untraditional. Yeah. um, camping excursion. You might look up there. Yeah. Um, I don't have any other further details, but I just wanted to throw it out as if somebody's going, wait, you can camp up there.
1: Yes. There's a good shot. I mean, do your web searching uh, because little by little, places this is getting warmed up, and yep. uh, people are going to want to go out and get camp and get your reservations in.
0: So on the flip side of it, if you're trying to get out of uh, the Bellingham area, so um, th- 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 this next segment is get kind of the gear. So I've been re-gearing a lot of things because I put miles on my stuff, Chris. Oh yes. Um, so one of the things I, I have a I have a, a, a Toyota Tacoma. And it's got a six foot bed. It's not anything super fancy. It's not like the four by four off-road TRD Extremo Palooza Pro Edition. Nothing. It's just a standard uh, Toyota Tacoma that has seen a lot of mountain time. One of the things I usually do whenever we go trekking is I usually just throw a tent in the back of the truck and then I pitch tent wherever we go. Well, my wife and I like our creature comforts as we're getting older in life. Chris, I believe you had pointed that out at some point in my life. I'll be like, I like my creature comforts. So I got a canopy for my truck.
1: Canopy. A canopy. So okay. those,
0: those, those tops that you put on the back of a truck. Sure. But instead of going hard shell, I went with a soft shell. And I had to show you a picture. I went with a company called Soft Topper out of Colorado. Yep.
1: Well, it's, it, it looks like you've really got a, a hard quality, lightweight yeah. uh, cover for your gear. And would probably keep you toasty warm, insulated uh, at night.
0: Yeah. So if you're if and if you're if you're listening, you're going, "What's what's a? They make soft tops for a truck. This is basically a rag top for the the truck bed. So if you know the the same material of
1: um, canvas that's used on, say, uh, a jeep. Oh, I know canvas, but in this case, it's uh, <laughs> the jeep. Yeah, the soft uh, the soft shell.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, sailcloth type of fabric. So there's there's two companies out of Colorado, Best Top, which is uh, the the actual like a uh, major line that owns this other company called soft topper. Um, what's cool about soft is it's a made in America company. So this is actually made and manufactured right there in Colorado. And basically you can get it to fit any truck. It doesn't have to be a Tacoma or Toyota or anything like that. It can be, I think they do everything from like a Bronco forward. And what's great about it is like you said, they're lightweight um, it collapses, so I could get my bed of my truck back if I need to, which, if you ask my wife, is a necessity, because I go and pick up things like tables from the sides of roads. There you go. Hi, honey. And, um, <laughs> but what's great is, like, I don't have to set up a tent. It's just back there. Yeah. Um, and when I don't need it, you just fold it up and take it out of the bed of your truck. So if you're if you're looking for an... Uh, uh, also, it's uh, one-third of the price of a hard shell. Um, that matters, too. Traditionally speaking, um, depending on your rig. So if you don't want to go with, like, um, you know, Lear or, or snug top or anything like that. Cause they are pricey. Um, this is a lightweight and more cost effective way to get uh, shelter and sleep in the bed of your truck. So I'm looking forward to doing that over the, 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 uh, the summer
1: so i really like the idea of one saving money as you're accessorizing your vehicle and also I've, I've never heard of the soft top when you first told me about it i'm like what how'd you find out about that
0: yeah so i most people would do like a search right well you don't know what to search you don't know what what you're looking for
1: so be careful if you're searching for soft truck or, liner yeah, yeah you, you don't never know what, know what you
0: get mileage of vary, right so there so i i mean whether it's watches or trucks like i i'm i'm a forum person like i don't mind going up on the forum you know, and either contributing or or you know, just asking like, hey, I'm new, I'm trying to find out something that can anybody help? And there's one form in particular that's been really great, Tacomaworld.com, um, because I own a Toyota Tacoma.
1: Oh, not like the town. No, okay, no. Gotcha. Toyota Tacoma. Being from Bellingham, yes, uh, in Washington, what, Tacoma right. is kind of. I but know. this is for the truck.
0: Yes, gotcha. So the uh, Tacoma world. Um, the reason why I throw this out is, it, regardless of um, if you're if you're an outdoor enthusiast and you have a four wheel drive vehicle and you're like, man, what what should I get or what have other people tried? Go hunt the forums because you'll find out kind of like our show, like people have already gone first and be like, oh, yeah, avoid this or, oh, if you do this mod, be sure you don't do this because this is what I learned in it. It's just a way to save time and money and uh, heartache Sounds you know, on your rig. So I just want to throw that as a resource,
1: um, whether you're a Tacoma owner or not. So what are you taking with you? I mean, aren't you updating your gear on these yeah. hikes? You've been in indoors in quarantine for such a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's time
0: for some new swag. Oh, dude, dude. There's there's some swagging to be had. So, um, I've got a pair of Uh Morel Moab Twos, which are my new uh, hiking boot. Um, they're, they're actually I'm, I'm breaking them in as we record this podcast. Awesome. Um, they're a full leather uh boot. And, and they're kind of a mid-top as opposed to oh I know morels those yeah. are those are good stuff dude these ones are pretty awesome what's cool about these morels and if uh, the reason why I want to put this on the show is if you're like me and you like um, a very rugged boot that's breathable but also waterproof these are a full leather boot um, but have a membrane inside to keep your uh, your feet dry if you go through streams but it has some voodoo in it that keeps your that's a very technical term uh-huh. um, that uh that allows your feet to to breathe uh, unlike some former uh leather boots i had in my mm. past uh, so far i like them I, I the one thing i hate about boots is breaking them in oh yeah because oh, yeah. uh pro chip um a friend of mine did this once with me uh they brought they bought brand new boots and they're excited because they wanted to come out hiking with me awesome love it and they wore brand new boots on a hike don't ever do that
1: yeah that's a problem
0: that they, their feet were torn up you want to break them in before you do your trek so just wear them about or whatever that's what i always recommend uh so captain minimalism i gotta say you and i like a good cup of coffee always so i uh i got a new coffee apparatus that i've been holding off on talking about on the show okay i got an Aeropress.
1: ah i, I dabbled in that back a, a number of years ago what are your uh What do you think of the AeroPress?
0: And that is why I've been holding off on the show, because this machine should not make good coffee.
1: (laughs) It shouldn't. That's a great tagline. I'm serious. The AeroPress. This should not make good coffee. But it it
0: does. It is a... Right? It is literally... if If you don't know what an AeroPress is, you can go and search for it. But here's the thing. It's basically a syringe. That's all it is for coffee. You put your coffee grounds in, you pour water, you put a filter and then you plunge it down like you're putting cough syrup in the back of your throat. That is the whole mechanism of this coffee maker. You use
1: a syringe for cough syrup?
0: Well, like well, okay. If you have a little kid. A little
1: eat. kid, yes. Okay, okay. Okay. I was just like I don't. All right. Fine. I'm just saying if
0: you have a little kid, you yes. know what I'm talking about. The little Hagen syringe to get a, Okay. I got gotcha. you. So just Here's had to the, make sure you were known to your talking yeah, yeah. there. So for the last three or so months, I've been using this this AeroPress, and it's replaced my my normal coffee maker
1: in the morning. The Bialetti.
0: Oh, n- n- oh yes, the Bialetti. It's huh. replaced the Bialetti, huh. not the Chimera. That's oh, for okay. espresso. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. different. Um, and also my drip machine as huh. well. Um, How about that? The it just it shouldn't work, but it re- it really does. <laughs> It makes a really tasty cup of coffee. Um, hey,
1: AeroPress Company, don't hire AJ as your marketing director.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alan. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So if 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 you want a coffee snob's uh, opinion of it, it's actually really good. I don't do anything. I don't have like the mesh filters or anything. I just have the stock filters that came with it. And I use Tony's Coffee. Shout out to Fairhaven's Tony's Coffee. And I do the inversion method, where you do it with the plunger uh, down as opposed to up. So you're you're it brews a little bit longer as opposed to it kind of dripping into That's the cup That's how they do first. it in the Southern Hemisphere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, upside down land. There you go. And. Um, it's just, especially if you have an induction top, it's it's a super fast way to make coffee. It makes it faster than a, a normal, you know, Mr. Drip. Cool. So so I'm looking forward to, you know, brewing that in the backcountry. Speaking of backcountry, obviously, I'm going to have to bag. Have oh, yes. To, I have to Gotta put it in a that. bag. So my, my beloved PackSafe uh, that has, shout out to Zulu Time Podcast, that has their patch on it. Oh, yes. For the time being, um, is an 18 liter bag. And my kiddo is getting bigger. So I'm looking at getting uh, a little bit bigger bag for Daytrex because uh, 18 liters for me and a very little, little is one thing. He's getting too big, man. Sure. I, need, I need to get something a little bit bigger. So I'm looking at Osprey. Oh, yeah. um, Osprey has a couple of different bags. They're Scarab 30 um, is something that I'm looking at. Uh, and then I also got um, Cotopaxi, the, the Alpa 42 that I've been coveting after. They finally dropped it in a green color. Yes. Um, and so that's going to be my normal, like, throw my clothes, and that'll also be like my carry-on for when I can't okay. go flying and stuff. Sounds good. But, um, yeah. Uh, so that's all I've got for for my Captain Get Out stuff. Do you want to do quality assurance?
1: I think this would be an absolutely appropriate time to talk about how all these quality assurance are.
0: Oh, uh, these uh, quality assurance are picked for you by A.J. Barce and Chris Powell for your quality assurance.
1: That's right. So you thought... I can get away in, in an episode without talking about technology. That's okay.
0: My quality trend is tech anyway, too. Okay. What's yours?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, despite what I think about the tube, uh, yeah, uh, there is a channel on there that I have thoroughly enjoyed. I've subscribed to. and uh, You
0: smash that bell? Oh,
1: man. I hate that term. Why did uh, they always- like, Smash the oh, subscription uh, no. but No. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. We'll talk about da-da-da. <laughs> There is a channel that doesn't do any of that. It's called TechLore, T-E-C-H-L-O-R-E, and the website is TechLore.tech. Not by Aaron Mankey. No. uh, That's a different one. But there's a fellow named Henry and Harry's a fine young chap. Uh, we got to get him a razor though. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got the stubble thing going on. Love you Henry. Love to have you on the show. Uh, and I'm I, I like what you're doing. There is a series if you look at the playlists in YouTube or go to the website called Go Incognito. Hmm. Now don't think this is going to be James Bond spy stuff that's going to take a whole lot of stuff. This is this is the course If I had opportunities to devote time and knowledge to learn how to do video editing, this is the stuff I would be doing. So he goes through five or six different sections of how to approach your uh, online life, your computer life from a secure standpoint, a private standpoint. I totally give my blessing to all of these uh, videos that Henry has done in Techlore uh, go incognito. I've got a link to it in the show notes and for the love of all paranoid opsec people in the world, drink. drink. Uh, this is something that I will I look through when I have a few free minutes and I'm learning something as well because there's always some new information. That is high quality technology, uh, instruction, AJ.
0: So, so you actually set me up for mine. It's nothing to do. It's it's counterintelligence to your counter. What are you talking
1: about? We talked off the mic about this.
0: <laughs> so, uh, relive is oh, yeah. my is my my uh, my pick for for quality assurance. And actually, I'm going to give a shout out to a, a listener and, and uh, my best friend of many many decades, uh, Dan at Rising Sun Sailor on yes, Instagram. Indeed. So, a couple years back, we went up on to Winchester Mountain, and he wanted to sh- uh, try out this new app that he he assembled. Uh, on called Relive. And he, uh, he basically said it was going to chart um, our trek through through the mountain. I'm like, well, cool. Like, There's plenty of apps that do that. But what he failed to not tell me about is how Relive does it. So if you've got the Apple Watch or Garmin or whatever fitness tracker or even your phone, as long as it has GPX data, what Relive does, it takes the GPX or the GPS uh, exchange data that all GPSs pretty much have. And remaps it into this video um, where it'll show you like your velocity, highest altitude and stuff. It makes a video with um, up to 10 photos on the free account or you can pay for the premium and have unlimited everything. Um, But it plots your route on a map in a video so you can share it. And that way, you know, you can say like, when I summited this uh, goat mountain, you can see... Um, the tr- the route that one takes. It's really cool.
1: You know, you shared uh, a, a walking, hiking route that you uh, did with me and you took little pictures along the way as like little checkpoints. Yeah. And I got to say, uh, the first thing that occurred into my mind was a pub crawl. Yeah. Uh, if you had some type of progressive... Path that y'all are taking, that would be a great thing. No, we do not condone excessive drinking on the Bellingham podcast. But if you were to talk about your first date with that special someone, hello, guys and gals, uh, to launch Relive, and then we went here and took a picture and Mm -hmm. went here and took a picture and such. And you did that, and a year later, you shared that with them, like this was our first date. Yeah, Boy, howdy, is that a really clever unique meaningful uh moment captured in time
0: no totally and you know in education i've i've written about it on my my blog about you know implications of how you can use it in, in educational settings like there there's a lot that can be done about it and it's just a simple uh a simple premise to um a lot of complex things like if you don't do video stuff and you don't know how to do mapping just it does it all for you and if you if you want to set to your own music you can do that you know you don't have to do any you know darren level of editing yes. right like it's just it's a really neat app and free is the barrier to entry with a premium freemium model
1: free as a fork free as a fork indeed i think we should probably stick a free fork in the show
0: that wraps up for this free fork edition of the bellingham podcast hey
1: now keep it clean
0: i enunciate and
1: wrap <laughs> <laughs> it up dude <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us wherever you like to get your podcast. You're you not going to throw me off. You, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might
1: be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. They are community powered and streaming all over all over the darn place at kmre.org.
0: And on that note, I'm AJ Barce.
1: And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham podcast. Hey, did you know something? What? We live as evil spelled backwards. How do you do that? I was looking at the show notes while you were talking about it. (laughs) How? And my mind wandered.